0: I've been thinking a lot about my grandpa since I moved to California to go to seminary. I grew up hearing stories about his time in seminary, how he moved the family from another state, which seemed like a very long way when I was a child, so that he could answer the call, answer God's call on his life. And now Having moved more than just a few states away from home to seek God's call on mine, I have so many questions I'd like to ask him. When he died, only a few people in my life uh, thought I'd ever be on the road to ordination, and none of them were me. Um, Oh, how much can change in a decade. Um, I'd love nothing more than to sit down with him again. Not only to discuss theology and sort of big life questions, but also to share with him the work that God is doing in my life. And to thank him for his example of faith that set me on the path that has brought me this far and will lead me into the future. This morning's passage from Ephesians talks about the inheritance that we receive from those whose lives of faith shone a light to illumine our paths. You see, we are never church alone. Let me put that another way. You or I, or even this whole community that's assembled here today, we can never be church by ourselves. In a culture that prizes individualism and autonomy, I appreciate the observance of all saints as a reminder that none of us would be here. And indeed, there would be no such thing as church without those who came before. Our faith is cumulative. We believe in part because of the examples of the lives of the saints who have gone before. We talk about the Anglican Communion as over 80 million people in 165 countries who share a way of praying together. At any moment in the day, somewhere, someone is saying prayers that would be familiar to us, even if they're in a different language. But when we talk about the communion of saints, we mean all of those throughout time and space, on whose shoulders we stand, the giants of the faith who have name recognition, who have their names and stories in our official liturgical calendar, and those who are maybe only remembered by their friends and family, those whose lives have touched ours. All Saints is a time to remember the saints in our own stories. Who first brought you to church? Whose faith burned so bright that you couldn't help but see God in their lives? It is also an invitation to think about the relationships that you have now and what examples you might be setting for those who come after you. Jesus offers some instructions for living today in the gospel passage. And I've got to say, they're not easy instructions. Love your enemies, bless those who curse you. When someone strikes you, turn the other cheek so that they can have another go. If that's what it takes to be a saint, then maybe it's not all that it's cracked up to be. That sounds like a lot of hard work. And I don't know about you, but when I have made the effort to pray for my enemies, it turns out that I'm the one that changes, not them. Treating others the way that I want to be treated is no guarantee that I will receive the same in return. But isn't that the paradox of faith, that Christ came into this world first as a vulnerable baby and later as an adult vulnerable to violence and execution? That Christ came into this world to show us that there is another way. A way where God's love and power overcome the forces of evil and death in this world. A way for us to enter into the stream of hope that stretches from eternity to eternity and knits us together in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of Christ our Lord. My favorite line... From uh, my favorite All Saints hymn, which we're gonna sing in a couple of minutes, goes like this O blessed communion, O fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, they in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. I love that description. Many days, if I'm honest, My life of faith is a feeble struggle. I try and I try and I still have to rely on God's grace and forgiveness and try again. But it makes me smile to think about the saints shining in the glory of God's radiance. And I know that what connects me to my grandpa is not all the questions that I have for him, but the fact that he is held in God's loving embrace just as I am, just as we all are.